0: Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley.
1: Ho, ho, ho. I'm Ty Turley. And Merry Christmas. (laughs) yeah.
0: Uh, This is Two Brothers Review, the podcast. And we're going to be talking about the new Adam Sandler thriller, Uncut Gems, today. But before
1: we get to that, we wanted to give our pick for favorite Adam Sandler movie. Also, Reed, we're in the same place today. You forgot to say that. The listeners do... They don't care? Probably not.
0: I wonder if someone I... just has a map and they keep little pins for where, <laughs> where we
1: are with each episode. Maybe we should geotag ourselves in the podcast. Can we do that? Listen, let's not get too fancy. All right. I did update the podcast image, though.
0: So if you're seeing something new, this is still the same great Two Brothers review content.
1: Just a new package that looks
0: hot. Reach out if anyone gets the cultural reference of our podcast logo read a model on something specific and it looks awesome. And I'll send you some homemade chocolates if you confirm it. Okay. All right, Ty, let's, so let's, Oh, did you actually say your favorite Adam Sandler movie?
1: Oh, uh, no, not yet. All right, let's hear it. I grew up with Billy Madison and happy Gilmore. So I love them both so much. Okay. I think happy
0: Gilmore is my favorite. But there are some other really good ones. Uh, The Water
1: Boy, so funny. Punch Drunk. Isn't he in Punch Drunk Love? He's the lead. Yeah, he's the lead. Yeah, Yeah. that that one's crazy trippy, and I liked it a lot, too. I love that movie, actually. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, you'd expect good things. Yeah. Kind of a template for this
0: movie, where Adam Sandler's not exactly doing his thing, but still brings some of that manic
1: energy. Yeah, there's a lot of bad Billy Madison uh, movies, too, but... Yeah. Uh, right. Sorry, not Billy Madison. There's a lot of bad Adam Sandler movies. I knew it. <laughs> just rolling with it. Uh, yeah, that's
0: that's true. There are things that I would never watch. Like, he's maybe made some of the worst movies of the last
1: 20 years. No, come on. That's that's harsh. Little Nicky. I don't know. I probably didn't see it. Jack and Jill. I've never seen that, but I've just heard. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're probably right.
0: Al Pacino's attracted to a <laughs> to a female played by Adam Sandler. <laughs>
1: Okay, it's not great. Not great. Reed, how excited were you for Uncut Gems? Uh, On a scale of like 1 to 10, probably 35. Yeah, (laughs) me too.
0: The trailer was, I think, tailored for me. Perfect. Such a good trailer. And, yeah, I just think uh, seeing good time and... I don't know how that, how that film has stuck with me. Got me excited to see another Safety brothers movie.
1: Why have we not seen the other Safety brothers movies, So that's my question. I bet they're so like small indie kind of bad. Wow. That's interesting. I bet they're really cool and edgy indie and, Maybe. and bad production quality. <laughs> Some good bones. Yeah. yeah who knows? I'm going to look, that's my new year's resolution. Okay. I'm going to look them up. Fun. They're probably hard to find. <laughs> that's probably why I haven't seen them. Although maybe Amazon will buy that.
0: (laughs) Get on it, Jeff.
1: Yeah. You never know. These days they'll buy anything. (laughs) Yeah, you as well. Very excited for this movie. Yeah, very excited. I love them so much.
0: Uh, I guess a little background. I live in San Francisco. This movie came out in New York and L.A. And I was not working one week, so I drove to L.A. to watch this movie two weeks early. Worth it.
1: Definitely worth it. It was so fun. I think I think I might go see it a second time, which is a very rare thing for you. It's probably never happened <laughs> in a theater. I can't remember ever going to a theater twice. Okay, we'll see.
0: So what? I guess how did it live up to your anticipation?
1: Well, I thought it was awesome. It's uh, so tense that I don't know how they do it. It's I just feel like they're they're making films unlike anyone else where every moment you're at the edge of a precipice and you could go, you could fall in or you could not, and you don't know. And it's just like, blah, and then the scene ends and the next scene starts and it's another precipice. It's just amazing. So I I think it does a really good a job at that. I think, um, Adam Sandler's so weird in it. Uh, but very good. I think, yeah, I feel like I'm glad he was in it. Cause I think anyone else would have done worse. Well, yeah, he definitely had
0: an affect, but I think it was consistent and like, pretty well realized his sort of personality. You know, I think he was doing something purposeful.
1: Yeah. And he just doesn't, I mean, he, he's not, he's without guile. Like he says, the scene where he says, "Um, this is how I win. You know, he's just, I don't know. There's something about him. That's beautiful. (laughs) He's a very bad person, but he's kind of innocent. He's kind of a idiot in the, in the classical sense.
0: and do you think it, he probably has a gambling addiction, you would say.
1: Oh, definitely has a gambling addiction.
0: Yes. So, is he responsible for some of those outcomes or? Is he responsible for that gambling addiction? <laughs> well,
1: I guess like he probably made his first bet at some point, but. I, well, I think he deserves sympathy. And the stuff that I read about the movie afterwards, everyone, everyone that worked on the film was always weirded, weirded out by how much the Safdie brothers loved the character. <laughs> like Adam Sandler was like, those guys really loved my character. I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, not a good guy, <laughs> but I get it. And you can feel it. I think he is, He's, I mean, he's got a hard kind of life. He's, he's kind of a loser and it's not, I don't think that's his fault. Wanted to have
0: a more successful father-in-law, a more successful brother-in-law. I don't know. Yeah. I think that would be challenging and just trying to struggle and I'll have to maintain a lifestyle and a, a brand like saying, "Well, where are you guys going on vacation this year?" and like having that comparison and with the other parents.
1: Yeah, and his wife hating him—that was pretty brutal in the scene. When I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but when he's trying to get back with her, and she's like, "I hate you so much," or I can't remember what she said. I, exactly. I don't ever want to look at you. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah," which this is
0: brutal. It was rough. I one thing I really liked how they, you know, set up the tension and they show how he's struggling to pay money back. But he goes and places that bet at the beginning and he thinks he's won. And so he's really so happy. He's celebrating. And I was like, Oh, how's there any conflict in this movie? It's just going to be like, he made all this money. He won. He won this huge bet to find out the, the loan shark brother-in-law had canceled the bet and he didn't win.
1: And just how devastating that was for him. Yeah. I mean, it's a great twist. Also, I thought it was so interesting that his – I mean, you have this kind of surprise reveal that the the booky tough guy who's beating him up is his brother-in-law. Oh, so good to see him at the dinner. so Yeah, so crazy, but then it just adds this dimension to it that obviously builds to the final scene, or second to final scene.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you like the kind of the intro, showing the mining, and then having like the film – the camera go through the gem? was interesting, the, sort of that opening scene section.
1: I feel like the most beneficial part of that is the fact that it got to showcase the music. And I think the music was super cool. I love the music in this film. And that's that's kind of a weird interlude visually to let you, you know, you're not exactly paying attention to it, although you're kind of absorbing it, but it lets you pay attention to the music more. Yeah. For me, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I didn't particularly love that. I was like, what? sort of mind trip is going on right now. Like this, I thought
0: it was pretty strange and like going into like the molecule level of the gem.
1: Yeah. And then ending in a colonoscopy. Do you think, do you think uh, they needed that intro shot in, in um, was it Ethiopia or Tanzania? I, I guess I don't. I mean, maybe just to show that
0: from the beginning, this gem has sort of been on the, I don't know, not on the up and up, right? Like those miners are stealing that gem.
1: Yeah.
0: And Adam Sandler is a hustler trying to figure it out. And later he says, you know, I've, I've been talking to them for months and, you know, I paid this much money for it and stuff.
1: You think he really paid 100000
0: for it? I bet so. I, cause I, bet, like, I feel like at that time he's sort of resigned, right? Like he'd, I don't know if he had a reason to lie to Kevin Garnett in that moment.
1: Oh, it's interesting. I kind of think he's always a liar, though. He, like, he, even if he wanted to tell the truth, he just doesn't. That's not his personality. Yeah, because everything's got an angle. He's always schmoozing. He's always working on something. He wants to. He's always working to create an impression in other people's minds of a certain thing. Maybe. I don't know though. But but maybe it was if in the story it was supposed to be the one moment where he finally is honest and kind of vulnerable, like he's saying, "Look," because the whole the whole movie really is about how he's earning a living, and that point is where and at that point in the film he's kind of coming out looking like he's not doing that great of a job because he's ending up making very little money off of it. And you take into account all the stuff he has to pay his father-in-law and, or father, whoever that is. So maybe, maybe that is him being honest for once. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Okay.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess we mentioned it just now, but how do you think it was having Kevin Garnett playing in this
1: movie? <laughs> I thought he did really well. Actually, I was surprised he didn't. I usually, I think I would have thought he would deliver lines pretty woodenly, but I think he did a good job
0: maybe him playing himself is easier for an athlete to kind of represent or, you know, like a twist on himself where rather, rather than trying to be a, another character. Totally.
1: Yeah. The article I read by him said he got an acting coach. I think he said he got an acting coach, but anyway, and when he worked on his lines, he's like, I just wanted to make sure that I was present really there.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. And then the other kind of main character, and this is like Keith Stanfield. I think kind of having him.
1: You hate his character by the end. I was so mad at him. Oh, he's such a jerk. He's such a jerk. And just like,
0: I don't know, trying to sell those fake Rolexes. And I I love that they don't resolve it, but he left Adam Sandler in Philly. And you find out later, he's like, what happened? I had to take a bus
1: back. (laughs) That's so awful. I think, yeah, I'm going to stick with this in Russian literature. There's this idea of a holy fool that's in um, a lot of literature and I think he's a holy fool, which means the person who's kind of like I said, without guile, and also just he's he's innocently pursuing something that he thinks is good, and there is some truth or wisdom to what he's doing, but he also is making a lot of mistakes just because he's naive. It did, yeah, it did feel like he was kind of the sucker sometimes. I don't know, like with the with Keith,
0: like with the Keith Stanfield's character. I guess in the end, I feel like his girlfriend did love him, but I also feel like was sort of taking advantage of him. Yeah, I think she's a gold digger. Okay, do you think she cared for him? No, she's, she still wanted to have an apartment in New York City.
1: Yeah, I mean, she goes into the bathroom with with um the weekend, the weekend. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think everyone in this I think everyone in this world is kind of out for themselves. Yeah. That's the only morality Adam Sandler's character knows. And he doesn't even pause to think, is it right or wrong? Okay, right. So I have a question. Do you think he was so happy in the end that he won all the money that he
0: let it just, it really bothered me that he opened the inward door to his jewel sh- jewelry shop. Like you confirm the bet is completed. Let
1: those guys go the other way. I'm sure he thought they were going to be equally happy, but I mean, you're right. It would have, I, well, I don't think I, it doesn't seem inconsistent with his character because he was very like ecstatic. It, yeah. And 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 kind of like naive. How shocked were you? Shocked. Totally shocked. Oh, my gosh. That scene was amazing. Brutal. Yeah, it was really good. Just instantaneous.
0: Right. You just the guy has no thought about it. He doesn't care at all about the money at that point.
1: But yeah, also, I mean, I I could totally see why he did that. He, I'd be furious. Oh, yeah. What? He, what
0: Yeah. And he's, like, sweating through his clothes. Like, they do a real good job of making that, how
1: physical that confining room would be. And then you have the reversal where he turns on his own partner or whatever and kills um, the, the brother-in-law. brother-in-law. I mean, that was great, too. I mean, that was shock, shocking, too. Well, he, like, tries to escape, and he's just like, nope.
0: <laughs> yeah. That guy was not uh, Jewish, though. Right? He was, like, Russian mob. Yeah, he did
1: a Jewish slur earlier. Or
0: maybe he was like, you don't mess with Russians. That's what I've learned.
1: Yeah, how have you learned that, Reed? Messer From the with movies. A few oh, you've messed with a few. Okay, all right, good. No. I don't think he was. Well, I don't know. I don't ever remember him speaking Russian. How funny were the uh, the twins that were after him, and he pays them with a Rolex, a fake Rolex. Oh. <laughs> Those guys were so chill for Being tough out guys. Out
0: money, yeah. Well, yeah, I think they just filled in with good characters. Like I've, I'm sure they did the research and. Even just like all the little jewelry, the jeweler shops he'd go into and the people he'd talk to. I don't know. I I thought the world was fun.
1: He probably used real jewelers. That's they probably used real jewelers. That's kind of their modus operandi. I love this shot. It's in the trailer too, but I love this. I love the shot from up on the ceiling of the jewelry store. And you kind of track from a distance and it gets closer. Adam Sandler, as he walks in. Yeah. I think they did.
0: They did fun things with the camera work and uh, another tracking shot that I liked is when after they he Adam Sandler and his girlfriend break up she's walking back along the road and just just it's just following her and you can see the people you know just kind of tied on her like from her like shoulders up
1: the people in the line yeah she's like walks uh, past the the line
0: she's like yelling at people but the the shot just stays with her for like a block
1: yeah that was a good shot I agree I don't know are there other things you
0: didn't like or or more things you want to you like that you want to talk about
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I Idina Menzel is an interesting choice for uh, the wife because she's such a Broadway star, you know? Yeah. It was weird to see her, but she did great, I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought she was perfect in that sort of of counterpart role. Or you don't really understand the relationship at the beginning. And then it becomes clear at that party. Yeah.
1: No, No, that was great Yeah, me too. Ty, what would you rate? Five. Five for me as well. It was easy. (laughs) Easy. You should go see it with some Xanax. Is that what people do? I don't know. (laughs) I also don't know. If you're prone to uh, anxiety, (laughs) be ready. These guys are like anxiety cinema.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. What else do you have to recommend for the listener?
1: well, I know I'm late to the game, but I've started watching you on YouTube. You watch that? Uh It's old, like, but the second season just came out. Remy watches it. I don't. It's creepy. <laughs> I think it's not. I don't like how they 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 lean on narration as a crutch a lot. But, like voiceover. Yeah, voiceover. Gross. But other than that, I think it's an interesting premise.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh.
0: I don't know why this happens. maybe other people use my Amazon account, but I got a uh Australian lawyer drama show recommended to me, Crownies, and I've watched about eight episodes of it. I'm just really enjoying it the The accents are excellent. the legal drama doesn't make so much sense to me different different legal system, <laughs> but no, it's been good. I,
1: it's all legal, or is it a cop and legal, I guess, like um, Law and Order? All legal, I would say. It's like all about
0: these prosecutor lawyers, <laughs> barristers. I don't know.
1: You, you didn't get that recommended because of me.
0: Yeah, I wonder who uses the Amazon account and watches foreign
1: <laughs> foreign did, well, crime dramas. Actually, well, I mean, I love Endeavor. I don't know that one. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like I've given that recommendation before. Endeavor and uh, Inspector Lewis it's two, those are two different shows that have the same characters in them. Interestingly. Oh, cool. A British, um, it's about the police force in Oxford, England. Okay. I love that show. (laughs) Anyway, maybe it's because of that. Maybe,
0: maybe. Uh, Well, thanks for joining us for an episode of two brothers review of the podcast. Please go see uncut gems. May your season be bright and merry.
1: Bye. Bye.